listen, I know you thought our date was fun, but I don't really think that you're the one. <laughs> Not the one? What the hell do you mean? I bought your ass chicken wings and you seem real keen. What? Keen on you? <laughs> Not boo, but I'll take your friend and I'll take his friend too. You're being real rude. And you're a bummer. Go to hell. You go to hell and delete my number. Yo, 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 what you guys just heard was the intro song of Delete My Number. That's pretty exciting. Yay! I'm not going to lie. We have an intro. I've been wanting an intro since episode one, but for some reason, we just kind of kept putting it off. And I think that it finally ties the show together. What do you guys think? Let us know what you Yeah, what you let us know. If it's if it's cringy as hell and um and it makes you like not like us anymore, we're 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 open to feedback. <laughs> so the three people who do listen to the podcast, the, you guys are like your feedback really matters, you know, because once we blow up, we're not gonna be able to take everybody's criticism. <laughs> you know? But uh right now, like you guys are at the grassroots of the podcast. Jackie, how are you doing? How is your uh how was your week? Anything fun to, to update us on? I have a few fun things to update the world on, but probably not as fun as you. No, I think it might be the opposite. You're the, you're the single one. You have all this crazy stuff going on in your life. I'm, I'm like the, basically married and, you know, life is, I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but I think you're the one that's going to have a majority of the stories for me because you're well, the one going you know, out. Let, let's talk about... Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's true. I did go on a date that I definitely want to touch on. It was uh, interesting, and the the good news is that she doesn't know where to find me on social media. So like, she's probably not going to be able to hear this podcast. So I could really go go in on her. I'm not going to destroy her, but like, I'm just going to speak facts about how the date was. Um, anyways, but I what I want to know about your life is how many times did you have sex with your boyfriend this last weekend? <laughs> this, this, week, this week the last seven days how many times honestly I, honestly just one okay just one time um not my not my best week not my proudest <laughs> moment <laughs> man we just what happens to, like lately is we get high pretty uh early in the night like before dinner because we er, we eat an early dinner like around five or six at the latest is like the last time we eat Mm -hmm. and try you know trying to stay fit and trying to not get that acid reflux late at night so <laughs> we we get high we eat we watch a movie by the time the movie's over both of our eyes are like our eyelids are like glued to to each other and all we want to do is sleep he sleeps earlier than i do so every now and then oh. and i'm still like watching something but uh he is not a night owl at all i used to be and i'm still kind of one but mm. i'm not nearly like i used i'm not nearly a night owl like i used to so um, right and then mornings like he gets up super early goes for a run and does all his cardio before he starts work and then i like to sleep in because i don't have a, a nine to five so i sleep in so our schedules are like just off. Right. So in other words, so in other words, you guys aren't sexually attracted to each other anymore. And this park <laughs> is dead is what you're trying to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, but life happens, you know, it's, just, it just is what it is. Um, yeah. It, it's not like, it's not like there's a schedule or a plan. It just, it, you, when you feel it, it just happens. And totally yeah. oh my god with with this because i was dating a girl this one time and she's definitely listening um and the spark was just completely dead the last one month two months it wasn't dead for her i mean it was dead for me she was ready to go 24 7 and i would be ready to <laughs> i would be ready to go maybe two percent of the time 
So whenever that 2% hit and I like was rare, just in that rare mood to have sex, we would drop, we would leave the restaurant. We would say, yo, this is an emergency. We need our check right now. I'm horny and want to fuck her. And then we would just run to the closest room just so I could fuck her because literally five minutes out of an entire week, I would be actually down to fuck her. And it's not because she wasn't super amazing and sexually attractive. It's just because I'm a fucked up. It's me. I have... I'm a fucked up person and I can only be attracted to someone sexually if I know that she's not sexually attracted to me back. That's what that was. Um, so that sounds like every person has every person on this planet, I think has gone through that where right. if you like somebody and then you find out they like you back, um, you still sort of step back and you're like, Oh gosh, this isn't fun anymore. Cause there's no chase. Yeah. I used to be like that. Like, that, that's pretty normal. I, I'm not obviously not like that anymore. Now I'm like, if you like me back, good. We're adults. Let's do this. Let's be together. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard to get to that point. It, it totally, really is. totally is hard. It, it's, and I just commend like people who have been dating for five years and still have great sex lives. Like those people need to write books and I will buy them. They need to teach self-help, whatever they're doing. I, yeah. I want to know. You know, I, I want in on it. And it seems like you and your boyfriend, like I knew, I know people who have been dating for five years and they didn't have, they had sex one time in the last two years of their relationship. What? That's so much, no, that's so much more common than you'd think. So yeah, that's, that's sad. That's like a different level of like, you, they, yeah, if you get to that point, you definitely have to figure something out, sit down and talk about it. See a, see a relationship therapist, whatever it is right. that needs to be done. If I ever got to a point like that, I would definitely want to fix something. I would want to change something. I would want to have a conversation about it. Right. For sure. Totally. Yeah. And it's like the worst thing you could do is just because like these people in these relationships are like, well, he's just kind of become my best friend now. We don't really have sex anymore, but it's like you, you, you're living with your best. I wouldn't want to live with my best friend <laughs> Fuck that. I don't want to <laughs> spend all my time. I see my best friend maybe once every two weeks, if he's lucky, you know, if I'm, if I'm, <laughs> well, living, when it's a she, it's different. I think. Yeah. That's a good, that's such a good point. I'm such an idiot for that statement. <laughs> oh my God. That is too funny. Um, can we also talk about the fact that we're finally doing um, this podcast on video sort of um, we're still sort remote of. and away from each other but I it's hard for me I can't help but every now and then look in the I'm, I'm not supposed to look in the camera I know yeah. that I'm a professional right I know you're not supposed to do that but I can't help just make sure that like my hair is like not you know out of place or um, my teeth don't look too yellow from the coffee I'm drinking you know just gotta, I, I'm, I'm sure yeah. don't worry um, just know that you're gonna get bullied on the internet that's what you got to do if there's if there's ever videos of you going out on the internet you're gonna get bullied about your appearance no matter how good you look so you might as well just not care that's what I've learned like I've, so I might as well just flash everybody right now it doesn't matter absolutely but even when you flash them they're gonna talk shit about your tits they're gonna be like oh the left one's a little bit saggier than the right you know what I'm saying like there's it's actually the right one the right the, one's the right one so yeah. your right boob sags low oh i want to yeah. talk about yeah um because i think this is episode 11 we're comfortable enough with each other you have big boobs i i do <laughs> and and um growing up what was that like because did you develop earlier than your friends and like what was just the dynamic like on a playground of being like the girl would be like, we're, we're everybody, we're all the guys like, oh, there goes Jackie with her big boobs. Oh my God, I heard you squeeze. Like, <laughs> what was that like being the girl with big boobs in high school? Yeah, I mean, I actually have a story about uh, d 
developing a little bit earlier than everybody else. And the story goes back to the fifth grade in elementary school. So I had a friend named Lisa. I haven't seen her in like 20 years, but um, she was also Russian. For those of you that don't know, I'm Russian. Um, and maybe, maybe it's like a thing with Russian girls or some European girls, maybe some develop earlier than others. I'm sure it's part of you know our genetics or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so she was the only other girl in my class that kind of had like these tiny little boobs, like in fifth grade, you're, mm -hmm. what are you, 10, right? So most people are just completely flat, like, oh like, yeah, board, like washboards. Oh um, yeah, but... totally. I mean, the, the 10 year old who popped out boobs was like the celebrity on the playground. Everybody wanted to <laughs> sit next to her in class. I mean, I did, oh, I did, I, I had crazy thoughts about 10 year olds with boobs when I was 10, not oh anymore. <laughs> Just to clarify, we're gonna but, yeah. finish this podcast now. Um, <laughs> it's so over yeah, the, so, okay, the so, story goes back uh -huh. to the fifth grade, and I just remember uh, being really close with her. And one day, she, we were in the bathroom together. Well, different stalls, but at the same time. <laughs> and I remember she said to me over the stall something along. It was a long time ago, so I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But something along the lines of, "Hey, I just got my first bra." Obviously, it was like a sports bra type thing. And uh -huh. she's like. I, she was excited about it. And she was like, do you want to see it? You know, cause no one else had a bra back then. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God, me too. Like I, I'm wearing one too. Cause I feel like I just started getting like these little tiny bumps and it was a little bit embarrassing as a kid. You just, right. no one else has them. So you don't feel good about it. You feel a little bit like weird and embarrassed. <laughs> like you're right? the alien. Yeah. 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 Cause when you're 10, like I didn't really have guys like saying anything to me when I was that young. Like that was really right. Young. You're not they have get, thought you're not it in their heads. But like 10 year olds aren't cat calling you like construction no. workers, you know, they're not. No, so I didn't, I didn't know how to feel about it. So anyways, she, um, when we were done in the bathroom, we came out to like wash our hands and stuff. And I remember she just kind of pulled down like the top of her shirt just to show me kind of like the strap. And then I was like, yeah, me too. And that was really my first experience of kind of sharing the fact that I had a bra on with somebody else. Whoa. And she made me feel really comfortable. Like, so we became really good friends uh, kind of <laughs> after that moment. And um, oh. as I continued growing in middle school and high school, obviously, you know, they got, they got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was definitely known as, oh, blah, 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 Jackie. Oh, the one with the boobs. Yeah, oh, yeah, her. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. That was me. I was the one with the boobs. I'm still the one with the boobs, but now that I'm 31, it's not that exciting anymore. I mean, uh, lots of 31 year olds have boobs. I mean, we all have boobs. Some are big, some are small, some are, some big, are saggy, yeah. some aren't. Um, boobs are boobs are great. But yeah, when I was every young, boob. it was like- Every boob is amazing, lady. <laughs> the only boobs that aren't amazing are the boobs that you paid $15,000 for and looks like someone just injected globes into your chest. What Any about man boobs? boobs? Are bo man boobs amazing? Um, yeah, man boobs can be fun. You know, they're fun to jiggle. You know, I kind of like when you, when you hit it from the bottom, <laughs> when you hit a man boob from the bottom and it just kind of jiggles a little, that's fun to do. They don't, the men don't like when you do it, but I like doing it to men. With do you men. have a man in your life that you like to hit their man boobs? Is there like a friend in your life that you're just like, come over here. I gotta play. You know, there's not, I don't think there's a man in the world who likes when people play with their man boobs because you're remind you're just reminding him that he's fat and he eats too much McD you know that he that he should get his life together but maybe that's a good thing um so okay so just being so being on the playground how did that make you feel that this is like we're totally doing a boob a big boob therapy session right now so how did it make you feel when like just people knowing you as like the girl with with big boobs were you like no i got more to offer the world than my boobs was, was it 
Um, when I was, when I was, yeah, when I was like in middle school and that was happening to me, I didn't think so highly of myself that I have more to offer to the world back then. I I'm very much like Zen now. And I think that I'm, I respect myself now, you know, mm. lots of, lots of revelations have come to me over the last couple of years. But when I was that young, I was like, yeah, I got the boobs and all the boys <laughs> like me. Like, I loved it. I loved the attention. Uh. Um, sometimes the attention was a little bit unwanted and a little bit unnecessary and too much and in those times I was a bit embarrassed or just like kind of wanted to crawl in a hole but most of the time it was like people were admiring them even girls you know just like as friends and I thought <laughs> wow I'm, I must be lucky I must like, be lucky yeah. to have this like like you're um, an art piece in a museum people were just like just amazed like the beauty yeah when you're that young it's it's weird i guess yeah no when you're like 13 with tits man you are you got it going on because like now it's like it's all about having money and the nice car it was just so much more simple back then like if you wanted to be a cool girl you just had to have big boobs and you were the cool <laughs> girl it wasn't people didn't care about your gpa they didn't care about fucking your music at age 13 nobody was making they cared about your boobs and i, I like now i'm thinking about <laughs> like for, for me what i remember as being 13 and 14 is like the girls with the big butts and who would wear because those were that's when girls really started to wear like really tight pants and like we were so we would sex like sexually harass these girls i'm not proud of it but i'm just thinking like we used to be on the playground chasing girls just so we could grab their ass like, oh, dude, how many asses did you grab? I, dude, I grabbed Melanie's ass. I grabbed Sasha's ass. These are actually the two girls who had the biggest ass. It was Melanie and Sasha, <laughs> and they would like, like, uh, they would like, like when we would grab their ass. It was so weird. They were just, we were just like sexually assaulting these, these girls on the playground. But they, they, they wanted us to do it, and uh, just a weird time, man. Being thirteen is weird. Yeah, and also just like thinking back to those times, that's kind of how society shaped us as people that like wow. boys would do that. Girls would just giggle at it and not really like say, Hey, don't do that. They would just, right. just find it cool. Or they would like the attention. Um, not everyone, but a lot of them, like you're saying, like probably enjoyed it at the time, but then when they grow up, they're probably going to have like some major like issues, you know, totally. and, yeah, and that's no, what's crazy that is that you, when you, when you get older, you realize that you don't realize it when you're young, you weren't, you weren't a bad guy for chasing a girl around and trying to pinch her butt when you were 13. Cause you didn't know any better. You wouldn't right. do it now. I assume. But right. Could you imagine, <laughs> could you imagine getting canceled because I used to grab, because I admitted that I, I grabbed mean, a girl might. when I was 13. <laughs> I mean, look, you're a changed man. Um, yeah, as long as you know, like, look, look, we've all done things we, we weren't proud of. I, I didn't respect myself either back then. And, probably did a couple things here and there that I maybe regretted. Yeah. Hey, girls but, used to, you know what? It's girls aren't say girls used to grab dudes dicks. Like I used to, I, I've got my <laughs> dick flicked a few times on the playground, you know, and those girls, those girls still have their platforms. They're not going to lose their job, but now I'm thinking of it. Like all the girls that would let us grab their asses have like four kids with four different baby daddies. And I think it's, well, there my, you go. I think it's my Your fault. Well, I hope they live long and happy lives with all of their children. Yeah, I'm, they. Every, I'm not ready for that life yet. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever like, um, cause like we're in the, we're in LA trying to be famous or whatever, you know, you got a hundred K on TikTok, by the way, Jackie has a hundred K on TikTok. Uh, excuse Jackie, me. I'm at 126. 126,000 <laughs> yeah. people. 
holy shit that is a lot of people that's more people than that, that that's more people than like 126,000 people How, it's crazy because the, find... the follower number isn't even what um shocks me because like yeah 126,000 people that follow my page that's really that made the cool decision yeah, like that, that makes me feel really, really good. And it's and it's a big deal. But the number that actually makes me feel more in shock or more like what the hell is how many likes across my page I wow. have. I know it's not the same as follow because they just like it and they move on. Yeah. But I, I hit 8 million oh likes. And that's like the population of, isn't Cal, what's the population of California? Isn't um, it around? I, I have uh, no idea. My uh, my geography. I'm looking it up. Any of these? Because I'm really bad at this stuff. I know too. LA. I know LA is four million. So that's like two LAs. I mean, okay, yeah, California is for about forty million. So if you think about like eight million people, that's like a percentage of this whole state. That's wow. kind of cool. So, yeah, no, anyways, yeah, it's been no, it's been fun. You are, <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. So you make money off TikTok. Like, is this like your job now? I know, right? Well, I wish it was, uh, it paid enough for it to be like my full-time job and I don't have to find anything else, which it might one day, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep pushing uh-huh. right now. It's more like a, a, a part-time job, which cool. is still great. Oh my so, God. So, um, you know what? I'll be real with everybody. Let me just tell, cause there's nothing to hide. It's not, right. it's not like I have anything to hide about how much money I'm making on TikTok. I'd rather actually let people know so that if anybody decides they want to join the creator fund, this is kind of what it's like. So love it. This um, is some tea. She is giving some great information yeah. right now. So listen up, y'all. This is how much money you can make on TikTok with 126,000 followers and 8 million like 8 million views or likes or whatever it was. So yeah, no, it's way more than 8 million views. But anyway, so how much are you making a month off your TikTok page? So I so I joined the creator fund on I believe it was January 6th was like the first day that I got my first payment like the very first time that I hit that threshold and by the way to get on the creator fund you need to have 10,000 followers and I think 30,000 monthly views like on average to start that's gotcha. kind of the threshold uh-huh. so um from January 6th and today is what February 21st uh, by the way, the money lags by three days. I'm right. at about, I can't check the number cause my, I'm using my phone to record, but I'm at about $2,500 or so. Wait, $2,500 from January to February? Uh, for about a month and a half. Yeah. What? That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say $400 <laughs> and I was going to have to fake. Oh, that's, <laughs> no, that's really good. I was literally prepared to give you motivation and to be fake happy $2,500 you're making yeah. off TikTok in a month to, yeah, a, little, a little more than a month so I would say it's about 2000 a month for me now okay that's let so me, good let me backtrack and kind of give you a, a what, what that means because not every single person who has 126,000 followers you know is going to make that exact amount right it's right. about it's about for every 10,000 views that you get on any, on any videos, like it doesn't have to be in one video. So mm-hmm. let's say on every 10,000 views, it's about two to four cents per 10,000 views. Right. Oh, wow. So if you, even if you have 500,000 followers, but you post a video and it doesn't do very well, you're still not going to get much money because oh, that yeah. doesn't matter. 
So because I have had like five different videos go into the millions, I think right. that's what helped. So right. I basically have to always do that because if next month I don't have anything go that viral, I'm not going to get that much money. Totally. So it just depends on the the, the viral like views and yeah. So you're you're that, what so. you're making money off of is like the 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 few the most money you make is off of like the few videos that have gone super viral and are in the millions. Like that's because it's per view. Yeah. Okay. So let me put it this way. The most I've ever made in one day it mm -hmm. is, it's actually quite a lot. The most I ever made was $244 in and one it, day. And that's from just, that's from just posting four videos, but wow. the least I've ever made, I mean, I've made like $11 before in one day, right? Right. On average, I'm going to say on average, if I can just kind of run through the numbers in my head and think about it, I think I make about maybe $30 a day, which doesn't sound very high, but then I have right. days where I'll make like a hundred or right. like a really high. And then those add to the, those add to the number. So that's why right. my number is, like I say, it's not a full-time gig, right? If you, if you do the math, yeah. um, but it's like a part-time job, it'll add to maybe 20, 20 grand in a year. If I continue on this path and that's more money than I've been making up to, if I mean, I'm being real, like I don't really have a job that pays me a steady paycheck. So this helps me a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's cool that you're not like, cause when, when I see people and they got a lot of followers and they're getting crazy views, I'm like, good for you. But if you're not making any money off of it, like that's kind of, that's you gotta kind monetize. Of yeah. You gotta so monetize. The you gotta find you a way out. to do it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. Um, Congratulations, Jackie. Now I feel like a fucking failure because I'm not making money on TikTok. <laughs> hey, I have 13,000. I have 14,000 followers now. And I thought like we could do a little thing for me, but like you have, you just get <laughs> on my life. Wait, if you have 14,000, are you, are you not on the creator fund yet? Because you haven't hit the view threshold yet per month? Um, I, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I haven't applied, but we're going to do that. We're going to do that. But what I want to talk about now is this, uh, this date I went on. Yes, please. Actually, let's, let's shift the focus from me being rich to your date. We to I would my love to do that. Terrible, <laughs> terrible okay. So it was a girl. Um, it was a girl on, on Bumble. I really hope she doesn't listen, but we're like 22 minutes in. And I think she would have probably checked out after the 10 minute mark. If she's still listening at 22 minutes, then, then you should marry her. No, then I should run for the hills. She has nothing better to do with her life. She's just no. She might like you that much that she's like, I can't get enough of his cute voice. Yeah, and like we, and like we talked about earlier, if girls like me that much, I I lose all sexual attraction. That's true. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't need to worry about that because I never had any sexual attraction for this girl. This is what happened. I mean, this is a common thing on dating apps. I've heard about it, and it really did happen with me. So she, in her pictures, she looks very, very attractive. Um all the right angles. She's got a great smile. She used the right filters. And um, so naturally when a girl that attractive is like down to meet up with me and following up with me, I'm like, something's got to be up here. Something's not right. Uh, <laughs> but I just went with it. I was like, you know what? Maybe she liked my personality via texting. Maybe this girl, maybe the, you know, they, Maybe she likes guys with receding hairlines. I don't know. So she, she, she agrees <laughs> to go on a date with me and we meet up and it was the most awkward thing because we met up on, on Magnolia in, in North Hollywood, kind of a busy street and we're texting each other. She's like, I'm in front of this restaurant. I'm like, okay, I'm in front of this restaurant. And then we both like walk towards each other and she's like, I'm the girl with the green hair. We both walk towards each other. She's on her phone. And then I walk right past her. 
Um, I, I saw her and I could have stopped her, but I walked past her because in my mind, I was like, fuck, I pray that that's not the girl that I'm going on a date with. Cause she looks so different from her pictures. So that I walk oh, past no. her. I'm in front of the other restaurant. And then I come to grips with the fact that that girl that I just walked by was the girl that I'm going on a date with. So I, I have to spend an hour, two hours of my life with her. Wait, 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 before you continue, I need to know the details of when you say you saw her and you thought, Oh God, I, I hope that's not the one. What was it about her that looked different? Like, uh, what is it? What are, what are the main points of you being like, why that's not, that can't be her. You're really going to make me go there, huh? <laughs> Well, I mean, look, if she <laughs> if she doesn't look like her photos, it's not you're not really bashing her. You're just telling okay. the truth. Look, she she was probably I want to say 40 pounds heavier in her in her photos than she was um I'm sorry, 40 pounds heavier in person than she was in her photos. And you know what? Whatever. So we we hang out, I meet her, we we get to talking and um on top of that, she's just one of those people man, I don't really want to shit on her that hard, but I think I'm going to. She's just one of those people <laughs> who just talks about herself the entire time. And I'm cool with you talking about yourself if your life is kind of exciting and you do some cool shit and you've taken risks with your life. But if you're 34 living with your parents and you've got laid off from every single job and you're unemployed right now and like the coolest job you've ever had was a bud tender at a cannabis dispensary, then I'm sorry, you really don't have the right to talk about yourself for an entire date. I mean, you should never talk about yourself, but still, it was just a little much. And me, I'm just sitting there trying so hard to be into it, but I'm not. And, and here's another thing that's kind of messed up. Um, because yeah, she was 50 pounds heavier. You know why she was 50 pounds heavier, Jackie? As Is now, it the angles that she posts on her, no, on her thing? It oh. wasn't the, it wasn't the angles because those photos, in those photos, they were two years old. All those photos were two years old. And mm, two, and two one years of those. Ago, well, listen, two years ago, she was a raging Coke addict. Did and she now, tell you that? She told me that five minutes in, and we go into it's very interesting, like people with cocaine addictions, because like just strictly based off how much money it costs and how much money she told me how much money she saved. She said she saved $13,000 over the last year because she's been off. Coke. She did your entire TikTok fund up her nose. That's what she did. <laughs> so, um, wow. That is insane. Wait. So did she tell you that because it just got to that conversation? I assume you didn't say, why do you look no, so much bigger in real life? And this she's is like, how I used to be a co-pet. <laughs> 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 I assume that didn't happen. <laughs> no. So, uh, so this is what happened. I really hope that she's not listening, but um, because trust me, girls that I've talked about have listened and they fucking hate me for life. So, um, and it's just not, <laughs> it's not fun to, uh, to, to have someone tell you that you're trash. It's really not fun. So th whatever, it's going to happen. I I'm, I'm, I'm wasting time. It's I the bet life you chose, Ethan, the fame, the famous life. People are going to hate you. It's okay. Totally. Totally. Especially when you <laughs> exploit people and use them just for content in your podcast. But you know what? I'm sorry. Be more interesting. This is whatever. So she, uh, so this, this this girl 
you know, we're on this date. She's talking about herself. Blah. She lives with her parents. Um, but no, within two minutes, you know, she orders a drink and I'm like, I'm just going to get a ginger beer because I'm sober right now. And then she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sober from something else, too. I had a really bad problem. And I'm like, whoa, you're getting right to the point, are you? And I was like, well, what are you <laughs> are you sober off of? And then she tells me about her cocaine addiction, how she was doing coke every day. And the messed up thing is like she's off coke now and her life is she's way happier. She's living a way healthier lifestyle. But part of me is like, kind of wish you were still on coke because I'd have way more fun on this date with you. <laughs> you'd probably be a more fun person. And also you'd be a lot skinnier. That is so, that's a joke and that's a fucked up joke. Okay. So you should get off coke. Coke is a terrible drug, but also, um, you know, don't catfish people on dating apps. You, uh, but yeah, I, you know, who am I to say? No, that's messed up though, because like, look, if she had a problem and she's and she's happier and healthier now, then great. I applaud that a hundred percent. That is that is amazing. You do you, girl. Look how you want. Do what you want. But like, you're you're on a dating site, right? You still have to to put um, your real self out there yeah. because whoever is whoever is swiping on you, right? They are spending their time with a talking to you on the app, b meeting you in person. To, to fake something or to, to make yourself look completely different or to use old pictures. I, I think that's wrong. I don't think that anybody girl yeah. or guy should use pictures that clearly don't look like them because you know what, if she's a bigger girl, a curvy girl now, and she put those pictures up, there's so many guys that love that. want that. that totally. That would actually want to meet up with exactly who she is and how she looks. Like mm. they would appreciate her because they know what they're going into. Whereas you were almost, you were, you felt a little bit scammed because you were like, this isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. And she, even, she even mentioned it. She was like, you know, I've put on, I put on, you know, the, the main thing that sucks about getting off Coke is how much weight I've put on. Like she's, she's, you know, conscious about it. Um, but you know what, whatever we, we had a fun, well, she probably had more fun than I did. I mean, it was, we had a conversation and the entire conversation, I was just like, I was like in my head, I was like, okay, how could, cause I it originally was like, we should, <laughs> we should go to my crib and just like watch a movie if you want. She was like, well, let's, let's go to a place by your house. And then we could do that. Wait, like, for the I, first date where you are you one of those guys that invites girls over yes for i'm trash i'm, date I'm number trash, one. I'm trash. And during also, the pandemic I, i'm fucking <laughs> trash i get it i get it i get it i don't like well ever since i stopped drinking people are like what? no you're right i'm a shitty i i'm, I'm no a, you're not a bad person i'm i'm only asking because i've had guys invite me and i don't think that they're bad people for it but i always get taken aback right because i'm like wait this look. is a first date like let me make sure you're not going to to murder my whole family first um look i am guilty of going over to to a guy's house on date number two and that is now mm -hmm. my boyfriend i did go to his place on the second date because the first date went so well i trust i like just felt like i trusted him and he would right. never do anything shady and i came over on date number two which mm. I still think is a bit early, but I, but I did it and it was fine. Yeah. Um, so I, it just always takes me back when, when someone says, Oh yeah, come over, even though I don't know you. Cause then they know where you live. Like what if she's a psycho and you're normal? What if she's the crazy one and True. she's going to text all her friends, your address True. and where you keep all your valuables. And then all her friends yeah. are going to come and rob you. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to, 
take that risk if it means me getting laid for one night. Ah, you would. <laughs> and also, lucky for me, most of these girls don't have the same morals that you do. If they did, then I I would be fucked. But and the thing is, I'm not like whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I sound so bad in this episode because I probably am. And you know what? More dudes need to fucking admit that <laughs> they have to work on themselves. And I will say this to her defense, like. I'm not holier than now. I hat fish every, my dating app is just me with a hat on and all for Hat fish, is that a thing? That's totally a thing. Hat fishing. I am the, the, I am the king. I am the king of hat fishing. Where like, <laughs> I look I, like for real. I'm like, maybe with a hat on, I give myself like a seven, maybe 7.5. Um, but with a hat off, I would say a 5.5. Like I do not look. Let's talk high. about this. You know why? Because Let's you, you mention it. it, you mention it every yeah. now and then. And we laugh about it. And then we move on. Um, but you know what? We just spent 20 minutes talking about my boobs. So we're going to spend 20 minutes or however long talking about your hat. That's not fair. Okay. That's not fair. Your <laughs> boobs are fun to look at. My receding hairline is not. So you can't okay, make but, comparison. Okay. So I'm not a guy and I, and I will never, ever, ever be able to put myself in a guy's shoes who, you know, are losing their hair. There's girls out there that also lose their hair, but it's not as common. So, and they can I, wear wigs too. True. That's true. There's, there's girls have probably a little bit more options, but like I said, I could never put myself in your shoes. I have my own, my own issues, my own problems, but not that one. So, um, obviously you're not afraid to talk about it. You're, you're not afraid to make fun of yourself, which is amazing and wonderful because a lot of people who are self-conscious about something just don't talk about it. They just choose to like, pretend that it's not happening, but you're like, no, this is happening to me. That you've already gotten that out of the way, which I think is really great. And Mm -hmm. number two, like, what is it about um, your hair? I know you say you have a receding hairline. What is it about that that makes you feel like you can't just shave off all your hair or just like, yeah, just rock like the whole bald look? Because girls are really into that sort of beard, (sighs) bald, like head. I mean, I hear that girls are into it, but I just truly think that girls are unattracted to guys without hair that's what i tell myself i see it's, I mean, it's maybe not it's, true it's not true and i and it's your you personality really think- on top of that is so like you have such a wonderful and you're just so fun to be i'm such that. a wonderful guy i shit I, I shit on boring girls public i shit on boring <laughs> girls i go on dates with publicly oh i'm God. such a great person i try to get girls over for the first <laughs> night just to be like, i'm trying I to be nice a- <laughs> i'm trying to be nice to you <laughs> Uh, no, you're you're a, you're a laugh, right? People people are always gonna find you funny and think you're great. So, um, I yeah, you know, because if, if you're if you're going to wear a hat, you're not gonna wear a hat for the rest of your life. And eventually, when you date someone and you're in bed hanging out, you're not. I'm pretty sure you're gonna take your hat off. At I some wear point. I wear my hat in bed. How sad is okay, that? Okay, but what if you're like, what if you're dating someone though, and you're actually going to sleep, and this person's next to you? Like, I, I doubt you're gonna wear your hat. Like when you go yeah, to no, bed. I, I get com- when I get comfortable around a girl, I take my hat off, and they all say you look better without a hat. I think they're just trying to be nice. See? I don't know, but no, like- they, but they don't have to say anything. So I think that you're you're. You, you shouldn't worry about it as much as you do. And I think that like, you should just embrace, like just feel liberated, embrace it, take it off, take a razor, shave it off. The good news is if you hate the way it looks, you can put your hat right back on because you still gonna have a hat to like hide it, you know? True. I think I that just, it would be so cool and 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 you I don't know you just do a TikTok. It's, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's my biggest insecurity hands down. There's That's how nothing- you get viral on TikTok. 
Yeah, just Joe. I mean, I did a music video where I shaved my head and thought, and I thought that would be the moment where I like came out as a bald man. <laughs> How brave is that, that I'm coming out as a bald man. And then right after I just put the hat right back on and, uh, it's your comfort zone your hat is your comfort it's it like totally your baby is. blanket it's it really your baby is. blanket and um i just true yeah i mean i just really think that like girls wouldn't want to hang out with me or i just think people wouldn't want to be around a bald guy i just think <laughs> being bald being bald just represents old and and boring no. and lame like a guy who just isn't hip and fun any like fun anymore and i'm and i know that's wrong and I know it's not true. I know that people would probably still want to hang with me if I were bald, but like, I just tell like, cause when I do, I would shave my head and I would walk around and I just, I just would get way less, uh, way less looks. And I just, I just had way less confidence to like go up to approach a girl when I had my bald head. So I don't. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's not that people didn't come up to you. It's that you felt like you weren't Mm -hmm. confident. So then you, you, you gave that energy out. So then nobody looked or talked to you because you probably were looking down and you were like, Oh God, I hope nobody's looking at me. But if you had the same confidence that you do with that hat on all day, you really, and then there's also, okay, there's no, so there, number one is you could shave your head, right? That's like the, the cheap and, and, and quick option. Number two, yeah. there's the hair transplant option, oh, which is God. more pricey, but if you go to another country, you can get it Turkey. done for way. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the place to go. Yeah. That is the place to freaking go. And they will put your hair right back where it was. And then you can go on I mean, and live I- your life. I got to figure something out. Cause I can't just keep wearing a hat 24 seven. It's gotten bad. And it's, it, it is like, I mean, I've been in situations where I know that like girls, cause girls who I go on dates with, they really do think that I have hair under here and that I'm just like, I just, I'm a fan of wearing hats for the, I do hats for the style, which couldn't be further from the truth. So, um, and then like the way it works is, I'll go on a date with a girl. We'll hit it off, you know, cause I have the confidence with the hat on. And then, you know, maybe on the second or third date or whenever things start to get steamy, like we'll go into my room and I'll, I'll like dim the lights and I, I won't turn, take my hat off until the lights are dimmed. And then we're, we'll start hooking up. And then, you know, I'm praying that they don't like put their hand through my head, <laughs> through my hair or lack thereof while we're hooking up. And then after we're done hooking up, that's the moment they realize, holy shit, I just had sex with a bald guy and I didn't know it. <laughs> and then I'm like, it's too you late. You make it sound like you're an alien, like you're literally from outer space and they can't believe they just had sex with like someone from Mars. Like you're just a guy with with like a little bit less hair than you had before. You're still the same person. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I'm one of those girls that never realized before why why certain guys wear hats all the time. Cause I just always thought it was like, Oh, they just, they like the style. Like I, I really, I was oblivious to it. Cause you know, I'm, I'm a girl, I don't know. And right. my boyfriend was the one that, um, that kind of enlightened me who, and he said, if you see somebody who's always wearing a hat, he's like, it's not because they're cold or they really like this brand. He's like, it's because they're losing their hair. Cause he was one of those guys. He's 100%. like, I used to hat. So, um, he kind of shed the light on me. And so now every time I see, not every time I see a guy with a hat on, but I always wonder like, is this guy 
is this guy less confident than he was five years ago? Like how sad he should just rock it. He should just be him. Like who cares? But at the same time, like I get, I get the feeling of not feeling like adequate enough or. And and, yeah. And it's just like, especially like when you, are hanging out with and all when all your friends have like great heads of hair and i'm so i mean i see it on dating apps and i talked i for my job i would ask girls when i worked on celebrity dating game um and i would interview girls about what they're looking for in a guy what do you physically what are you looking for a lot of them said and this is what kills me a lot of them said they got to have a good head of hair i just love a guy with a good head of hair never heard someone say i love a bald guy you know, so um, so that made me even more insecure doing those interviews. Oh, but- no, your job. Yeah, your job is just messing with your life now because now you're talking to like superficial girls who just talk about having hair and stuff. But right. that's not real life. Real life. You fall in love with somebody. You accept their flaw, any kind of flaws, whether it's not having enough hair or having big nipples or whatever their flaws are. And you love them for it anyway. And that's just that's just how life is. Whoever is going to end up loving you, Ethan, is going to love you with hair or not. I know. That's just that's just the way it is. But I'm Maybe not, not every hookup. But I'm not trying. That's the messed up thing. It's like I'm not. At this point in my life, I'm not, tr- I'm just like dating around and being casual, which is like, the, well, then the keep way- your hat on until the moment you find the one then you can strip it off and, and everything will be good. This has turned into such a deep therapy session. No, I'm glad. And I, I needed to talk about this, you know, and it's better to talk about this with, you should, with a girl. And if anyone else is like out there listening, who's dealing with the same, I'm sure there's guys out there that are dealing with it too. Like, yeah. what, do you have any advice? Maybe a guy to a guy, maybe, you know, someone else out there has figured out a way to embrace their receding hairline. Uh, I don't know if anyone has been able to do that, but I'm sure there's a way. So I mean, you know, there are some of my, that's why like uh, Bill Burr and Joe Rogan are two of my heroes, even though like they, they shaved it off after they got fucking married and after they were like already, they had made it. So that's bad. I'm trying to think of like a young bald guy who's like killing it and thriving all the like girls do try to make me feel, feel better. Like they give me these examples of these dudes that are like male models, like they're 10 out of 10s it doesn't work that way when you're seven out of 10 and you're I'm talking way down on myself and people don't like this. Look, I, I get, I'm going to, I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to get ripped in one year from now. I'm going to be a bald zaddy. Okay. Can we, can we just, <laughs> can we just set that goal one year from now? I am going to be the fucking, the hottest bald guy in LA. God damn it. Let's, let's the make cool it happen. The thing is that you can shave your head because it's temporary. Cause guys hair grows back, you know, so quick, but you can shave your head. And then when you feel like, oh, okay, I've saved up like, the, uh, you know, a bunch of money and I'm confident and I want to fly to Turkey and do this. Like you could still then do it. You could yeah. still do a hair transplant later. Um, doesn't have to be like right now. And I think that when you make that decision, it'll like change your life and you'll be like, wow. I, I mean, it's, it's true. But like, I've always been someone who prides myself in just, you know, working with what you got and, uh, and, embracing your flaws and that goes against everything i stand for if i get this hair transplant i'm really i'm strongly considering it me and my friend me and like a group of bald friends like have this trip like we're all (laughs) gonna go to turkey together we're all gonna get hair and then we're gonna come back and just and just slay (laughs) but like i just don't know if i want to do that so you know it, it is what it is um another thing uh 
that I would love to talk about is some Hollywood gossip, Miss Holly, Miss Jackie Hollywood, Miss uh, TikTok Hollywood reporter. What's going on in Hollywood right now? You oh, do the- you want to talk about Kim and Kanye's official? Report? Oh. She's officially filed. It's been, you know, Man. obviously it's been a long time coming. We all kind of knew about it, but um, they are, I think they're going to co-parent just fine. Um, I don't think there's going to be any like legal drama or issues because they have a, they have a prenup. Um, both of them, they're both mm. going to take what's what's theirs, which they both have a lot. So they don't really need each other's uh, money. And yeah, um, yeah no, that's Kanye, like no, no. Kim, Kim just went for Kanye because she's a gold digger, right? She just wanted. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't make her own money. She's just yeah. trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> they're both so rich that it's absolutely insane. So yeah. that's that. And then like the Ted Cruz story. That is have you so been funny. That? Oh yeah, how they shamed him into coming back to to texas i mean it is kind of first of all like you know i guess if you're the senator and you're like one of the leaders of the state when it's like the worst time ever in like texas history you're just gonna bail but also it's like what could ted Ted cruz really do like why does it make you so mad ted cruz being there isn't gonna turn your power on so i know i i think it's funny that people get mad like he yeah he he flew off to cancun i don't think people are mad that he left necessarily People are mad because he left, um, they left their dog in their house in freezing temperatures without like anybody home. And it was obviously really cold because there was no power, no heat. So people are way more upset about them leaving their dog at home than them actually going to Mexico because, yeah, they're rich and they got money and they can go to Mexico whenever they want. Like, yay, Mm -hmm. yay for them. Who cares? But yeah, so that's like been all over the news. Like, how could they leave their dog in freezing cold temperatures? People care more about animals than people, which I I understand why, because animals are usually all pretty good and uh, there's a lot of bad people out there. So yeah, I, under- I understand that. Yeah, animals are all angels besides when they attack other animals, uh, besides for when they ruin your Thanksgiving because they jump on the table and eat everything that you just spent <laughs> 10 hours cooking. Um, except for when they like rip your wallet, go through your wallet, eat all your money, destroy your ID, (laughs) except for when they eat the cupcakes, um, except for when they, uh, you know, shit where they shouldn't shit. Besides that, dogs are amazing. Like they do nothing wrong. We need to stop romanticizing. Look, dogs are great, but they're not fucking perfect. Okay. People like are way too obsessed with dogs, I think. No, they definitely mess up a lot of stuff, but we, you you can't help but forgive them when they, that's why they're called puppy dog eyes, right? Because mm. when they give you that puppy dog eyes, even yeah, when a person yeah. gives you the puppy dog eyes, you cannot stay mad. I was, it's so funny. I was uh, chilling with my home. I was at my friend's house, who's a female, because I have female friends, which means I'm safe, ladies. I'm not threatening. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I was at her house and like, she lives with roommates and uh, they have a dog and it's not her dog. You know, it's like when your roommate has a dog and then all of a sudden you're like a dog parent that you didn't sign up for. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, I fucking hate dogs. I can't stand them. I was like, well, I've oh never, God. I've never heard someone say I hate dogs. It was pretty savage. And speaking of which I want to, um, I have this relationship with this, with this girl. And I just, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm feeling these feelings that I don't, it's weird. <laughs> elaborate so like we talk all the time right and we tell each other we love each other we have heart to heart text message conversations 
you know, we've only hung out in person twice, which is kind of weird, but like we, we text all the time. And um, you say, I love you. And you've only met her twice. Yeah. It's, it's just so weird. We have this like undeniable like bond, you know, Wait, did you meet her like on a, on a dating app? Or no, or no. I met her. Um, <laughs> I, I actually uh, interviewed her for celebrity dating games so I could get fired, <laughs> but like, we never, we haven't done anything romantic. We've just become friends. It's okay to be friends. You just can't, whatever. I, I get it. I, I'll get fired. Fire me. That would be awesome. If you fired me for this, I need to leave. I need to get the fuck out of this job. But anyways, um, this, uh, so yeah, we were, we're friends and, um, it's weird. Cause like, I, I, I think about her all the time, but I don't know if I'm thinking about her in a romantic way or is just someone who I just like love as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I just, I've never I've never had I'm so confused because I'm because I'm not like maybe I'm afraid that if I like try to pursue something romantically that it it would ruin something that I have with her that's that's so great like I tell her everything like she tells me everything we it's just so nice having that with someone and you know that if I if she or if I tried to make it romantic then it's almost like you're taking a huge risk. You're, you're risking losing that. So I just, I kind of don't know what to do right now. I can't, can't really stop thinking about her and she's probably listening and this is going to, this is totally the thing that's going to make it. I mean, she's, I don't fucking know. I, I don't <laughs> look, know. It, it is a risk, right? It's a risk to tell somebody potentially that you like them more than they think you do because you don't know if the other person feels the same way that is very very scary but would you would you rather just go on having her as a friend if that yeah I think I think or- I'm just, I think what it is is like I'm she's my homie I'm I'm her homeboy uh you know we send each I think the main thing is that I'm just not used to having to being this close with a with a female and not be romantic I think that's the only thing that's it's not confusing me I'm not like actually trying to I'm not even thinking about a boyfriend girlfriend. I just think it's confusing the fact that I'm this close with a fe- with a with with a female that I'm attracted to, but I'm not I have no urge to like actually take her on a real date or um or make a move on her or like try to kiss her. So that's that's the main thing that's confusing me, you know? Well, if you feel if, then maybe you've made up your mind because if you feel like you don't actually want to like take her out and do all these like coupley things, maybe you're just shocked that you can be friends with the girl who's pretty <laughs> and that's it. Cause you can be yeah. like, you totally can be like, I have guy friends who are attractive and single, but I don't want, and there's nothing there. It's just, they're just friends that I'm right. like, I would recommend to my friends like, Hey, you should date my friend. Cause he's good looking. Um, but yeah, maybe that's just all it is. And I think as time goes on, you will either feel more that way or or you'll feel like less that way and you'll just know yeah you just have yeah, to give I mean, it time i think it's it's like my first girlfriend it's crazy my first girlfriend ever in college we were just super close friends for a year she had a boyfriend so it was just like nothing else we would just hang out every single day and we just we just cherish that so i think the main thing i want to do is just not cross the line at all and um and and not make it weird and i feel like me talking about it in the podcast just made it weird so now it's over <laughs> everything i had <laughs> with this girl but i'm um, sure she'd be flattered if she heard <laughs> yeah i mean she's 
she's just such a such a cool it's just hard to come by somebody who you admire not only like admire for their looks you just truly admire their heart and their brain and you're just and it's so and you you admire it so much that you you're not even paying attention to their to their looks and how attractive you are you're you're mainly just like awestruck by how um by how like intelligent and uh you know just how how great how how great of a person they are so that's kind of well, if she's listening, I'm sure she will really appreciate you saying that about her. So yeah, yeah, I, I, we'll see. I don't <laughs> think she makes it. This is what I love about the last like 10 minutes of the podcast is this is where, you know, it's, it's, it's unless like, you know, you guys are like huge fans. Most people don't get this far and I don't blame you. Like even my favorite podcast, I, I, I just do the first 20, 30 minutes and I'm like, I got what am I doing here? I got to. All right. You have the freedom to say whatever you want right now about whoever <laughs> you want, about anything. Cause no one's. Okay, <laughs> cool. So this is honesty hour. Now remember on Twitter, when Twitter was new, it was hashtag honesty hour. Um, so that's what this is. Okay. Um, let's be super, super honest, candid. I haven't, uh, uh, I haven't masturbated in three days. I just haven't had the <laughs> urge to, it was weird. I was gonna, do it before the podcast but then I was like wait if I masturbate before the podcast then I won't be that same like horny guy and and you kind of need me to be horny <laughs> in order for me to be me I gotta I gotta be a little level of horny in order to do this podcast so I I haven't and it's weird because when you go like you know two days without masturbation it's like you your horny level goes through the roof but then once you hit like that six day threshold then you just stop it's almost like you become asexual and you just stop getting horny or attracted and you're like these videos just aren't doing it for me anymore it's it's weird well it takes a certain amount of time to break a habit i forgot actually what the number is it's either it's either two weeks or or 30 days or i think it's two weeks but it takes like a certain amount of time to break a habit and not really miss it anymore so maybe you're kind of you're not at like a two-week mark or anything but maybe that's just what happens for you where you're like uh it's fine i don't need to do that right now the thing is i don't i wouldn't consider masturbation a habit masturbation is the same as like breathing and drinking water it's it's a (laughs) a necessity it's a for sure a necessity and i wonder I wonder like how frequently other dudes jack off. Cause I know I'm like, you know, I've been a once a day guy, sometimes twice a day, depending on um, how many thirst traps I see on Instagram, really like scrolling through Instagram. Like it's my mat. It's like masturbation. If I see like six thirst traps in a row that really get me going, I have no choice, but to masturbate. <laughs> you know, I have to do it. Guys, guys, DM our uh, Instagram uh, and delete my number podcast and let us know how many times how a many day times or a week. A day. Yeah. What's your guys's number? Because some, I mean, dude, I've talked to some guys that are like, sorry for calling you dude, but it's just, this is like a conversation I'm used to having. Nah, you can, you can call <laughs> me dude. <laughs> I'm a dude, whatever. Right, We're all dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you are a dude. I'm a dude. She's a dude. I He's mean, you shit. You shit. <laughs> you shit with the door open around your boyfriend you're officially a dude i'm such a dude i fart and burp whenever i feel like it that's that's foul um (laughs) but uh what was i gonna say so oh yeah so like i've talked to dudes that are just like dude i have to do it three times i have to masturbate three times a day i'm like after the third time how do you have any like like I've done it three times in a day and after the third time I'm just sitting down I'm useless I'm just laying down with no more juice in me I can't all your energy is spent like that's like all your energy for the day is gone you're yeah your libido you gotta have some libido in there 
Um, yeah, I like that word. It's a good word. Libido. It is. It rhymes with a lot of things. Um, another thing, uh, you know, it's weird. We, we don't really talk about our music careers on this podcast. Isn't that weird? Like we both, you know, have music careers. We've both been doing. Well, music- our intro is um, a, a great example of what great rappers we are. So if anybody was wondering about our musical abilities, we wrote that intro in like five minutes and it was done. So that's how good of rappers me we, we are we are so, shout out to all. and we're gonna make a full song out of that because like i think the song we were talking about this a song idea of like that goes back and forth between a guy and a girl in a fight or like arguing with each other that i feel like that would be a hit that would be but super like funny still yeah like arguing but funny right right and um speaking of arguments have you seen that did you see that new zendaya movie malcolm and marie with uh where it's just like black and white Movie um, of- I haven't I, I I have it saved on my list because I love Zendaya, but I watched the trailer and it it I mm, the fact that it's like black and white and I don't know if I'm gonna ever get to it. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, with the homegirl that I was talking about, who I'm a, a re- very good friends with and confused about. Um, I was I was at her house on Friday night and we were watching the first like watched the first like 20, 30 minutes of it and it was. Um, it was it was very well written, but then I ch- I just talked to my neighbor in apartment four about it, and she was like, "It just seems like a six hour argument. Like I could, if I wanted to watch a couple argue, I could just hang out with a couple who I hate and just sit there and that's, watch. Really, <laughs> that's really what the whole movie is is like a couple arguing. But because it's black and white, it's so artistic. Like if that's, that's why it- I'm not watching it though, is because the because when something's black and white, it's hard for me. I love color. Like I'm such a colorful right. visual person, so I know that they did that to take. To, to focus more on the script and nothing else, I guess. But, yeah. and I love her. I think she's wonderful. Euphoria is one of the best shows ever made, but I just never got around to, to Malcolm and Marie. You never got, you just swore it off already. It's a brand new yeah. movie. You have your whole life yeah. to watch it and you just already say. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, no, I like, I fucking hate black and white. Like, I Black and white movies. It's really just you tr- trying too hard to be artistic because, <laughs> Every time you see a black and white movie, you know that these super elitist film critics are going to talk about how brave they were by doing it. No, it's the opposite. They use that shit as a crutch. You know, I don't fucking like black. (laughs) Black and white was what we did in the 40s before we found color. Color is way better than black and white. It's cooler on the eye. Like my eyes hurt when I watch black and white. Yeah, you can't differentiate like one thing from another. Everything blends ah, in together. And I, I actually agree with you. I not a fan and you know, I'm sure that there's there's definitely a market for people out there that like that sort of artistic thing, that cinematography. Uh yeah, it's just not not i guess we are not the target audience for that that's all we are yeah i guess yeah the target audience is people who like you know those people at the at the big dinners that are just like when you ask them what their favorite movie is they say this fucking obscure abstract film that nobody's heard of and that's the only reason it's their favorite movie it's because yeah nobody's heard about so, it. a hipster basically is exactly a hundred percent this movie is killing it with the hipsters right now fucking people are gonna say malcolm and marie is better is a better movie than old malcolm in the middle is better probably. malcolm in the middle any the worst malcolm in the middle episode i would watch way over <laughs> this new and the thing is it was it was very well written i will say that but add some but the whole movie takes place in a fucking kitchen come on at least go out is that you're fucking you're you're zendaya 
This is Del. This is Denzel Washington's kid who you're dating. You guys are rich. As f- Go get some other locations. Are you that broke? Is 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 your show not doing well? Everyone's talking about your show. You're on the cover of every fucking magazine I see. Put some money in more fucking locations than your kitchen. That looks like my kitchen, by the way. It's not <laughs> even a nice kitchen. Fuck Malcolm and Marie. I'm <laughs> no. I'm- <laughs> Well, I'm definitely not watching it now. I was thinking about it, but it's it's a done deal. I'm deleting it from my list forever. <laughs> oh my god, people love Malcolm and Marie. I'm seeing I saw someone on social media say Malcolm and Marie it's the perfect representation of an empath dating a narcissist. Oh God, that's, that's not, that actually sounds interesting now. <laughs> yeah. That's, I feel like I'm, I'm an empath. That's what it sure. is. And I actually, the thing is I'm shitting on it, but I actually was super into it. Well, I was just <laughs> shitting on it just to shit on it. I was super into it while watching it. Cause I related to it. Cause it was like, it's this like big shot director who is just dating this, this lady who has a crazy past. And basically he, I don't want to give too much away, but like he made a movie that was based off this lady's life uh, this lady who he's dating or his wife he made a movie based off her life and she's tripping because he you know made an amazing movie about her life and he didn't even give her credit you know and she's like this movie wouldn't fucking exist if I didn't live my life and go through what I went through and you're not gonna fucking give me any credit which is like this goes back to the same conversation we had recently you know when a guy writes a song about a girl who broke his heart is that girl owed any credit? Is she owed any? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I think it's like, if you broke my heart, I, me writing a song about you, that makes it even because a heartbreak hurts more than a hit song. It feels good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agreed on that. That is a good point. That is a good point. Um, well, this was fun. We had That's a lot great. of. I've been recording uh, the video the entire time, by the way. I thought my <laughs> shit would end. Have you been, re- you just did the first 20 minutes, right? yeah okay perfect yeah just send that to me and uh this is a conversation we should be having off air yeah this (laughs) is something that you should be texting me like after the show just text that upload that to google drive and then i'll just edit it down um yeah so that was fun um we so next weekend i will be in vegas yeah excited so we will do this episode a different day we'll figure it out we'll do it yeah we'll do it one of the weekdays before you go to vegas and then we'll still release it on sunday and um you know all the fans the people that are listening to it we love you guys we really do you guys um we love we we just love the fact that uh that we could because really this is just therapy but you guys are like having you guys have front row seats to like this exclusive to therapy issues, session. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so thank you for letting us dump our issues on you we really got more issues that. than vogue <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a bar that's a bar. Uh, um, I didn't make that up. I can't take credit for that. Okay. That is a, a popular line. Um, popular yeah. Thank line. you, everyone. It was nice to talk to you. And I'll see you next time. See you guys next week. Peace out. Adios.